Hello guys, it's me. My name is Isaiah. Um, it's my first podcast. I'm nervous as hell. <laughs> I'm tired. It's currently two or three in the morning. I'm I'm attempting this because I just found I just found this. Um, thanks to Anchor. <clears throat> um, I'm a sports guy. Of course, that's what I do. I'm one of the biggest sports fans around you'll ever meet. It's a it's a humble flex, honestly. Yeah. Um, I'm a little biased towards my team. I'm a Browns fan, but I'm willing to talk about anybody's team, and I could go into full detail about it. You know, I'm 17 years old, and I'm one of the biggest sports fans ever, in my opinion. You know, and when I was growing up, I had the likes of Ladanian Tomlinson, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees. You know, I saw Drew Brees win his first Super Bowl, and it was just it was beyond magic. And then I just, I grew into sports and it was, it's been amazing from there. You know, sports have gotten me through so much and, you know, I don't play them. I wish I would have. I wasted my chance, but yeah, if you're a kid listening to this, don't waste your chance like I did. I'm uh, still regretful for it, you know, but that off topic, um, I just come on here, you know, to have fun, hopefully to get big and entertain you guys, anybody that listens to this, and hopefully one day, it's my dream to get recognized by ESPN or something, you know, somebody big, you know, my own talk show would just be amazing, it's not about the money for me, it's just being able, you know, could you imagine just having a job where all you do is just talk about sports, like, that's my job, like, I go to school and then... I pay more attention to what's going on in the news about sports than I do my schoolwork, which, you know, is not good. It's not good. Trust me. <laughs> Don't do it. But I'm I'm all about sports, you know, about football, basketball, and um, I'll even talk about wrestling, WWE, AEW, too. <laughs> but um, besides that, um, I think the fitting way to start this off is um my first dis- what's my first what should my first discussion be um I don't even know let's go with um my favorite player at every position not including the offensive line okay okay that sounds simple enough you know I'm just going offhand I'm not even close to, you know, prepared for this. I just, I'm just throwing this together. Hopefully people listen and like it. But, uh, alright. So. <laughs> Number one. Quarterback. Who is my favorite quarterback in the NFL? You know, this is just for you guys to get to know me. And I'll be starting some more podcasts. And it'll be more serious in depth talks. But, um. Favorite quarterback. You know, I could do the bias and say Baker Mayfield, but I'm probably going to have to go with Cam Newton. I grew up with Cam Newton, and he's a joy to watch. He is one of my favorite players ever. That guy is just, he's he's magic when he plays. I mean, he's, I don't even know how to describe it. He, <laughs> guy's, a, guy's a freak. He's a beast, an animal, and... You know, 
he exceeded my expectations. I also give you for each of my favorite players. I'll give you my draft grades on them because you know I'm a big big scouter. You know I scout players and you know I'm usually usually spot on. My second favorite quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. You can ask any if you know anybody that personally knows me. They'll tell you I was the biggest Patrick Mahomes fan ever. Still am. <laughs> I wanted him on the Browns so bad. You know, but we we got we got my favorite defensive end in the NFL, which we'll get to him later. Number one. But I love Patrick Mahomes, and we were this close from getting him. With the with the pick that we traded to the Texans. Um, but we traded that pick for a guy named Jabril Peppers, and we traded Jabril Peppers for a guy that's my favorite receiver in the NFL. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> and I can't wait to get to that. Um. Now, running back, Saquon Barkley. I know that's the that's the that's the sexy pick. You know what people what draft analysis say like Mike like uh Mike Mayock and my favorite analyst by the way Mike Mayock. He is amazing until he went to the Raiders. <laughs> um, but Saquon Barkley is my favorite running back. I uh I'm I was big on him coming out. You know, a lot of people didn't like him because you know he had bad games. You know, against shitty teams <laughs> and against good teams. Which my comparison for him was Barry Sanders and that's just that's extremely outrageous to a lot of people but I knew what I was getting. You know, it was a Todd Gurley slash Barry Sanders type kind of guy. And he was flat out amazing coming out. And what can I say? He proved everybody right and wrong. You know, the ones that agreed. But, um, anyways, let's, let's go with, um, let's go with wide receiver. My favorite receiver in the NFL is Odell Beckham Jr. Of course, he always has been. He was my favorite receiver in the draft next to Mike Evans. I, when I first saw him play at LSU, I was in love. (laughs) I enjoyed it so much. He was, coming out, you know, I didn't expect him to be as big as, you know, as great as he is now. You know, I, I don't remember. I, I compared him to a little, like a Dante Hall type guy. You know what I mean? It's. You know, the classic slot receiver. Um, he had a little he had a little um his attitude got me with the little Steve Largent comparison, which is which isn't which is a great comparison. I mean um well there was somebody else I compared him to. Um Steve Smith. I said he could have been he I said his ceiling his ceiling is Steve Smith for me. Which of course, I mean he's exceeded that. I mean he He's amazing. He's top five receiver in the NFL. I'm not going to say number one. Probably Julio Jones is number one. You know, you ask anybody, I'm, I'm biased. I, lo- I love Odell Beckham Jr. And I'll, I'll be like, yeah, he's the best. I'm, I'm not going to be biased. I, I know he's probably not number one. You know, he can't stay healthy all the time. Usually he's healthy most of the time. But, you know, he, he, he he's always getting the receptions. And he's... Gonna get. I mean, he's gonna get hurt. I mean, he's targeted the most, 
and players are always hitting them. It's just, it's out, it's crazy. Which, you know, it's the name of the game, of course. Um, tight end. I'm going to go with Eric Ebron. And the reason for Eric Ebron is a little different than a lot of other people's. Um, one day I was, I had football, I had football cards, right? I was football packs and I was, I was pulling them and I was like, man, who am I going to get? Like, okay. So the pack had a 10 out of 10 card, you know, and I was all excited. I was like, yeah, 10 out of 10 card. I pull it and I'm not, I'm not expect. I actually thinking about it. I'm not expecting a lot out of this pack. I'm expecting maybe, you know. Maybe a fourth or fifth round guy. I get a top 12 pick. Eric Ebron. Tight end for the Detroit Lions at the time. Now in the Colts. Killing it by the way. He's my favorite tight end. And when I pulled that I was like. Wow. I was I was beyond excited. <laughs> I was just ecstatic. Which I'm. I still am. It's just. I love that card. Um, um, let me hit you with the the right end, Miles Garrett. Of course, Miles Garrett is my favorite player in the NFL. Um, coming out, I'm a big, 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 big Texas A&M fan. So it was kind of a kind of a you know, coming home party when he went to Cleveland. I was like, oh my gosh, we just got the best player in the draft, which we did. Don't get me wrong. Some people tried to argue with me that day and tried saying Solomon Thomas, the 49ers right now, is, was better. And I was like, stay off the weed. Miles <laughs> Garrett is a brute and a just phenomenal player. And it was just, whew. Guy's a straight up menace. To, and he's a killer. Which... You know, he's one of the best to do it. And I will always, he will always be my favorite player. Um, Defense tackle, Ndamukong Su. This guy, you know, he's dirty. He's a cheater, of course. But he is a fierce. He, he's probably, he's he was Aaron Donald before Aaron Donald. And then he played with Aaron Donald and I was like, uh that was just that. That was outrageous. Like I'm glad we didn't play them when he had when they had Sue, which he could probably go back there. And the Browns do play them this year, so it's like, shoot. <laughs> but uh, Sue is just a freak. I mean, coming out of uh Nebraska, I'm gonna say I'm pretty sure that dude was just <laughs> he was so fun to watch. I. I, I fell in love watching him, and I and I still love watching him. He's he's still a freak, and it's awesome. But uh, now let's get to a player that I was completely wrong about. I said this guy was gonna be good. You know, it's my left end. I I said he was gonna be good, but as you know, in the 2014 draft, he was mimicked to be a smaller. Smaller type guy, you know, for the position. Aaron Donald. <laughs> what can you say? Aaron Donald is the prototype f- for what you want in a in a defensive lineman. I mean, 
there is nobody out there like Aaron Donald. Nobody can stop him, and he deserves the biggest contract in football. He deserves more than Patrick Mahomes. He deserves more than anybody, and that guy is just, he's something else. Like, it's not even, like, it's not fair to watch, which I love it. I love it. You know, he's getting pressured 70% of the plays, and he's, it's just, he's kicking ass, and it's just, it's awesome. Um, let me hit you with, um, my left outside linebacker. For me, it's Roquan Smith. I'm a big, big, big Roquan Smith fan. You know, coming out of Georgia, he was so electric. You know, he, who did I compare him to? I don't remember who I compared him to coming out. (sighs) Who did I compare him to? Oh, um... Uh, Carl Lawson, Carl Lawson, you you know who Carl Lawson is, you know, <laughs> from Clemson, I'm going to say, he was, he was a freak coming out, um, yeah, it, it was kind of a dumb comparison, but I still feel he's, you know, he hasn't lived up to the pig yet, but this is his first year, <laughs> so it 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 kind of it kind of settles up. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of a you know I don't have much to say because he's he's just there. But if it if it's not him, then it's gonna be um, Anthony Barr, Von Miller, or Khalil Mack. But I didn't want to go with the obvious choices. Like those are just like those are like three big name players. I wanted to go with someone who I enjoy watching. So it was either him or Shaq Thompson. Um, I was even thinking about Barkevius Mingo, but he became a bust and it sucked. Um, middle linebacker. Now, for middle linebacker, it's gonna be Devin White in the future. But as of right now, it's, um, uh, who, who did I say it was again? Um, I don't remember who I said it was. Oh my god. Probably, I don't want to say Bobby Wagner because I love watching Bobby Wagner play, but he, it's like the, it's like the, that's the sexy pick. Um, probably CJ Mosley. CJ Mosley is a ball hockey. He could play safety. I'm not gonna lie. He could play safety. Dude is a freak, and I love watching him play. And, you know, he is, he's exceeded expectations coming out. You know, he was drafted late in the first round, no, mid to late first round by, out of Alabama by the Ravens. And he's exceeded expectations. He's, a, I mean, he's a ball hawk. He's a tackling machine. He's a sack machine. And he just, he gets the job done every night. I mean, every game. And he's... He's fun to watch. Now, right outside linebacker. <laughs> this guy. This guy's something else. To get an understanding of why this guy is my favorite player, go back to 2014. The Outbacks, the Outback Bowl, something, something stupid like that. South Carolina versus Michigan. Michigan hands the ball off to the running back. This guy 
long dreads. Potential number one pick solidifies the number one pick with the the hardest hit I've ever seen in my life. My dad showed me this on the phone because nobody watched that game because Michigan sucks and South Carolina sucks. Sorry to the fans, but they suck. You know, Michigan blows like usual. Sorry. I respect you all, but your receivers are great, though. Black and uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, I I am big things for you guys if Max McCaffrey starts. Oh, I'm just going to say, McCaffrey's a... Is it Max? I don't know. There's a lot of McCaffrey brothers and their dad. But um, McCaffrey should start over Shea Patterson. I don't like... I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of Shea Patterson. I was. But he, he fell off for me. He, you know... He, and it's nothing. It's nothing personal. It's just. It's like, sorry. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna hit you with um. My favorite right outside linebacker now. It, it's Jadavion Clowney. Oh, my gosh. He is probably the most dominant. Right outside linebacker I've ever seen in college football history. I mean, this guy was just he he blowing people up. I mean, this guy, whew. but he did sit out his senior year, which I did not like. But I mean, can, I don't blame him. But you just you don't do that to your team, I guess. And it sucks, but anyways, you know I'm not gonna go into stats with these guys. I'm just gonna tell you why they're my favorite. I'm just gonna tell you something real quick. You know I'm tired. I need sleep, but, you know, just something quick. You know, I just want to get this podcast started. Um, definitely going to be going to more stats and everything. I mean, these it's going to be crazy when I get started. Favorite cornerback in the NFL out of Mississippi State. Plays for the Detroit Lions, the Motor City. Big play Slay, Darius Slay Jr. This guy is a lockdown certified cornerback. He's six feet tall too, which is just wow. I mean, there's a lot of six feet tall cornerbacks. Of course, there's there's six one and a keep to leave. I'm pretty sure. I mean, Richard Sherman's like six three, six four. I think six three, but, but but Jesus, I mean, this guy is he's so fun. He's so fun to watch. I love Darius Slay, and he's he's what I want. Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams to turn out to be. Excuse me. Um, right, so let's hit the free safety. Malik Hooker. Malik Hooker is the best free safety if he's never hurt. He is the reincarnation of Ed Reed without the hitting power out of the tackling. But the ball hawking ability is so unbelievable with this guy. This guy will get you an interception if you need it. If you need it, he will pull up and get an interception. It is no joke with this guy. And it, it's awesome. It is beyond freaking awesome to watch. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see what he does if he can get on the field healthy with this Colts team because this Colts offense and defense is just it, it, it's going to be fun now for strong safety I have three picks I'm going to go in order number three Derwin James I love Derwin James he is 
one of the best safeties in the NFL in his rookie year, and he fell on draft boards, which I did not understand. I wanted, I'm not going to lie, I wanted Cleveland to select him at four because he was had so much hype around him, and he's exceeded expectations. I mean, this dude's been a freak. Next, Tyron Honey Badger Matthew. I love this guy. This guy, he plays with an edge that I've never seen in any other player. And, you know, he's he's played hurt. I mean, he's played on a torn ACL, and you just you can't discredit Hart, which I love out of any player that does that. And that'll get you at the top of my board. But number one, from DBU University, <laughs> a.k.a. LSU, Jamal Adams. Coming out, Jamal Adams was my safest and my favorite pick. I... Was so high on this guy, you do not even understand. Him, Miles Garrett, and Corey Davis, and Christian McCaffrey, Deshaun Watson, and Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. I I was beyond excited for uh, Jamal Adams. It was, it was so fun to watch him play in college. I mean, the hit power was, was crazy. And he... He's definitely... He's definitely uh, lived up to his expectations. I mean, he had a slow start in his rookie year, but he picked it up in his sophomore year, and he's the top NFL safety. And he's so, he's such a, a nice guy too. I mean, from what I've seen. <laughs> All right, kicker Justin Tucker. He's the greatest kicker in NFL history. No need to say anymore. Screw the Ravens though. Um, punter. I know a lot of people are gonna be like, what punter? Uh, J.K. Scott, Alabama, Alabama punter, dude's the one of the best punters in the NFL, and he's one of my favorite punters. Um, that's my that's that's like my favorite my favorite players though. <laughs> um, let's talk about. I'm gonna do top five most. Underrate. I'm not. I'm gonna say underrated, but like, you know, not given enough credit for what they've done. Okay. Um. Let's start the list off with um. Actually, actually, I'm gonna save that for the next podcast. I'm gonna save that because I'm tired, and I, I feel like. I feel like I can get. I feel like I can get a lot out of that. That that'll be fun. You guys will enjoy that one. I hope. <laughs> Anybody that actually listens to this, I mean, let's hope. But, uh, what else do I want to talk about? Um, I want to give you, I want to give you guys a talk on why I believe my Cleveland Browns will be a playoff contender and potentially a Super Bowl contender. Alright, give me a second. Let me. Okay. So, the Cleveland Browns, the laughing stock of the NFL for years, 20 plus years. You know, we lost our team. We went from eight championships to the Cardiac Kids to loot, to almost winning, almost going to two Super Bowls. 
thanks to John Elway, though, we didn't. To the 90s with Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time. To losing our team. You know, it, it it's not fun to talk about. You know, we've been through 20, 20 almost 30-plus quarterbacks in, 20, in, like, 20 years. You know, people doubt Cleveland. People doubt us. People always doubt us. But... People wonder why I get so excited and why I keep saying the Browns are a playoff contender. Look at our roster. Look what we got going on. Look at our quarterback. Look at our running backs. Look at our receivers. Look at our tight end. Look at our offensive line. Defensive line. Linebackers. Secondary. Now, not a lot of people go into depth with why they believe it, but they just say, oh, they got Odell. It's not just about Odell. Oh, they got Kareem Hunt. It's not just about Kareem Hunt. It's about the talent on the team, and they put it all together. It's unstoppable, I'm telling you. Okay. Quarterback, Baker Mayfield. It's Baker freaking Mayfield. You already know. Um, He's a fan favorite around the NFL. He's He broke Peyton Manning's 27, yard, 27 touchdowns in one season. I'm... He looks like a reincarnation of Bernie Kosar with a better arm. I'm not going to lie. He he is electric to watch. I watch old old Browns highlights from when Bernie was there. Or Brian Sipe or, um, or, or uh, Otto Graham. Oh, Otto Graham, my, one of my favorite quarterbacks ever. You know, and it's just like, damn, can we get a quarterback like, those, like one of those guys one day? Frank Ryan even. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Frank Ryan. Ha, <laughs> ha. Just give us a quarterback, and I prayed, and it was, and I thought it was gonna be Manziel. I'm not gonna lie, you know, it was, it was one of my worst draft, draft uh, thing, draft uh, mocks of all time. You know, along with Sammy Watkins and Blake Bortles and Greg Robinson <laughs> and Darren Lee <laughs> and Yannick and Gakwe. Or no, 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 um. I don't know how to say his name. Um, from the Cardinals defensive tackle that went to Ole Miss, you know, got paid to go there, of course. But Gingich, I can't say. I'm not gonna butcher his name like that. But you know, Baker. But Baker Mayfield is the real deal, in my opinion, and he'll show that this year with more talent than what he had last year. Running backs. I'm gonna start from three and go to one. Three, Duke Johnson, one of the most elusive running backs, one of the best pass catchers I've ever seen in my in my life. He's got Barry Sanders type agility and Barry Sanders type athleticism, and it's it's crazy. Number two, Nick Chubb, one of the best rookie running backs I've ever seen in my life. Nine hundred ninety six yards on less than two hundred carries. Are you are you kidding me? And number one, what can I say? Kareem Hunt. I'm not gonna go on what he did off the field, but he was released by the Kansas City Chiefs. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL. No kidding. I mean, he led the NFL in rushing yards. It's it's crazy. Dude was, dude's fun to watch, and he was so electric. I didn't expect. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't expect much coming from him. I actually, you ask anybody, I wanted the Browns to draft him. I had it posted up because he wanted to go to Cleveland. I want players that want to come to Cleveland, like Justin Lane from from Michigan State. I wanted you, man. Trust me. I'm. I was as heartbroken as you when I saw you take those brown socks off. It hurt. 
Super Cream Hunt wanted to come here, and then he did, and it's awesome, dude. I'm I'm so glad to have him. Wide receivers. Odell Beckham Jr. It's Odell Beckham Jr., one of the greatest receivers in the NFL. Jarvis Landry, a top 15 receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, His route running is limited, but he is amazing. He is really... He's, Exceptional. Um, Antonio Callaway, a guy that everyone's sleeping on, but I'm telling you, if you have a fantasy draft, draft this guy. Pick him off off the waivers because he won't get drafted. He is so gifted, and he's an Antonio Brown clone in my opinion. Rashard Higgins, Rashard Hollywood Higgins, one of the one of the best single seasons in college football history. Um. From Colorado State, and it, and I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see him come back. You know, he just got the tender, um, so I'm excited to see. Tight ends: Demetrius Harris is six foot like nine, dude. Six foot eight, six foot seven, probably. <laughs> I'm probably way off, but he's a former basketball player recruited by uh, John Dorsey himself. And then you got Seth DeValve from Princeton, and he hasn't done, I mean, nearly as much, but he's a good pass catcher. And um, of course you get the high profile tie down. We got one of the one of my favorite players, Chief David Njoku. Dude is so fun to watch, and it's unbelievable. Um, he's the most athletic tight end I've ever seen in my life. He's like Shannon Sharp, just without the catching ability. You know they both look like receivers. But uh, offensive line, um. You got Joel Batonio, one of the best right guards in NFL history. I'm gonna say NFL history. Yes, you're hearing that right. Out of Nevada. Um left tackle, Greg Robinson, the former number two overall pick, which I was so high on. I thought he was gonna be a beast, you know, coming out. He was so big and so mad uh, no homo, but so massive and he was a beast. Um he played Lights out last year, and I loved it. And that's what I wanted to see for the Rams. That's what I wanted to see for the Lions with him. But he didn't live up to it. And you know what? I'm glad we got him. Um, Right tackle is going to be Chris Hubbard, which is the biggest down spot on our team. But you know what? He was all right for the Steelers. Decent. And let's hope he can pick up the slack this year. You know, last year he was terrible. But we'll give him another shot. Uh, left guard. Don't know. I don't remember if he's. I don't know. I think he's left guard. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm done. Leave me alone. Austin Corbett, high second round pick. I did not like this pick at all. I. I'm not too fond of him still. I think he's gonna be good. I think the only reason the Browns picked him is because he hasn't been injured, and you know he's not a liability. You know, like Connor Williams was on the board from Texas, and that's who I wanted. That is who I wanted with all my heart. Of course, we didn't take him, but, you know, we we got Austin Corbett, which I, I'm not going to lie to you. I never really heard of until the draft day, you know. I heard a couple things about him, you know, roaming around, you know, he was a, he was a starter all of his years, and it was, it was awesome. But, you know, it's cool we got him. Um, center J.C. Treader, one of the best centers. You know, he plays hurt. He plays with so much heart. 
you know, it's awesome. I, lo- I love J.C. Treader. He's a Pro Bowl center, in my opinion, easily. He was snubbed, I, I believe. Um, We have, in my opinion, the best defensive line in football. I'm going to go from worst to best, which there's no worst, but Olivier Vernon. Woo-hoo. This dude is a freak. He is just as athletic as our right end, which is one of the freakiest players in the NFL. But Olivier Vernon is a former pro bowler and a former, you know, he outside linebacker, so you know he's got the speed. You know, he's what, if I'm rating him a Madden, it's probably like an 87 speed probably. You know what I mean? It's... It's good. It's it's good, but um, Larry Ogunjobi at the defensive tackle, the beast out of Charlotte, aka from that comes from Bengal. You know, best one of my favorite YouTubers out there. Um, but he, he he's a beast. He's a shutdown defensive tackle. He's a run stopper. He's hard nosed and he plays with so much aggression. And I love it. And he he's a nice guy too, which let's just say it, it helps itself. Sheldon Richardson, one of the best defense attack interior defensive tackles in the NFL. No kidding. He was amazing for the Minnesota Vikings. He was great for the Jets. I don't understand why he was traded. You know, I don't I don't remember what they traded him for in my I don't remember. Um What did they trade him for? Was it what Was it for receiver? No, I don't think so. Um, might have been a second or a first round pick. Something stupid like that. He he's a beast. He's young, which is just amazing. And he was here on a a a, a good deal. You know, not not a firm amazing deal, but he's here on a good deal. And uh, um, linebackers. We got, uh, let's see who we got here. We're going to start with the left outside linebacker. We've got Gennard Avery, I'm pretty sure, unless he's a right outside linebacker, but I think he's left. He is a freak athlete. That's the one thing he has going for him, which he's got, you know, a lot going for him. You know, he's got the starting spot. Jamie Collins sadly lost his job, sadly lost his career in Cleveland, but, you know, Hopefully he rebounds with the Patriots. I'm hoping. You know, he's a good guy. A beast. I mean, when he wants to be. He'll he'll do what he wants. <laughs> but Gennard Avery. Hoping for the best. Underrated. Next. Middle linebackers. Joe Schober. A probable middle linebacker. There were trade talks with him. Which I don't like and I don't understand. Because he is so good. Led the NFL in tackles. So don't say he can't tackle. He's one of the best... Coverage linebackers in the NFL. Don't disagree because I I will flame you and I will tell you otherwise. Next, um, middle linebacker two, Mac Wilson, one of my favorite players. Got him in what the fourth or fifth round. He was a first round talent, and if this was October, could have been a first round pick. No kidding. It's insane. Um, right outside linebacker, you know we got Christian Kirksey. He the thing he's got 
is a vet, he's a veteran leader. You know that's what he is, and he's always been a vet. He's always been a veteran leader. He's rookie leader. He's a veteran leader coming off the bench, and he's 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 great. He led the NFL in tackles one year. He was he he's he's exceptional. Right outside linebacker too, Siani Takitaki. You know he was he's a he plays with an edge, and a fire that not a lot of players do. And the only reason he fell is because he had off the field issues, but I don't really, I don't really pay much attention to that. Um, cornerbacks, we got T.J. Carey, um, one of, the, one of the better slot corners. Um, then we got Terrence Mitchell, which I'm hoping, praying, T.J. Carey gets the start over T.J. over Terrence Mitchell, only because I feel T.J. can T.J.'s faster. And he can he can guard, you know, the slot better. But um Terrence Mitchell's still a beast. Greedy Williams <laughs> and Denzel Ward. This combo could light the NFL on fire for years to come. And I'm hoping it does. Greedy Williams is one of the best lockdown, one of the best man-on-man coverage corners I've ever seen coming out. Denzel Ward, look what he did last year. Uh, (laughs) You know, not a lot of people had a lot of high expectations. I love Denzel Ward. I was jumping for joy when we picked him more than I was jumping for joy when we picked Baker Mayfield. It was amazing. Free safety, Damaris Randall, one of the best ball-hawking free safeties. We got him for a steal. Remember, we traded Deshaun Kaiser for Demarius Randall. <laughs> I mean, this guy's a Pro Bowl free safety, and we traded Deshaun Kaiser for him. And then backing up him will be uh, Sheldrick Redwine. Yeah, from Miami, and we drafted him third, third round. It'll be cool, I guess. But let's hope he, let's hope he plans out because I think he could play strong safety honestly he plays with a fierce edge which I think that's I think that's what Cleveland might try to convert him into which I, I would love to see but um yeah um then finally strong safety um Eric Murray which we acquired in the trade for Emmanuel Ogba John Dorsey must see something in this guy because they traded our basic number 32 overall pick for this guy, so please work out if you do play. And then Morgan Burnett out of Georgia Tech, you know, played for the Packers, played for the Steelers, and he he was he's a liability, but I I, I enjoy watching him play. I I'm not you know. You know, not a lot of people are big on that 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 signing, but he was good and he was good for Green Bay. I wanted Eric Berry. I still want Eric Berry. I think the Browns are stupid not to pick up Eric Berry. But you know, if you don't, it's whatever. You know, we roll in what we got this year, and that's that's it. That's the team. Now every single player. Besides a couple guys on the offensive line, our top 15 players, top 10 players in the NFL. It's not even a joke. Don't quote me on it. Don't quote me on it. Baker Mayfield, top 10. Not top 15, I'm going to say. 
just so you guys don't think I'm biased, running backs, top 10, top 15, wide receivers, Odell, top 5, top 3, Jarvis Landry, top 15, tight end, top 10, offensive line, uh, top 20, top 25, uh, defense line, number 1, I don't care what anybody says, Linebacker, linebackers, um, Avery, top 30, of course, I guess, I'll put him there, but I think he's going to... He's going to be a breakout player this year. Um, Joe Schobert, top 10, top 5. I don't care what anybody says. I, I love Joe Schobert. He's amazing. He reminds me of Luke Keekley just about the size and the the ferocious edge. Um, Christian Kirksey, top 10, top 15 at his position. At his position. Probably top 20. Top 20, actually. Yeah, I'm not going to be biased right there. Cornerbacks, Greedy and Denzel, the duo. Top five. I don't care what anybody says. You you can fight me on that all day. I don't care if Greedy Williams has only play, hasn't played a game yet. I don't care if Denzel Ward's only played one season. That's a young cornerback duo, and I love to see it. Um, Demarius Randall, top five, top ten, easily. And then Morgan Burnett, probably top top twenty five. I put him in the twenties, maybe maybe hitting the nineteens, eighteens. But yeah, um, that's my team. You know, not a lot of all of those are just spot on, but they're just they're just things I like to throw in there. I'm a guy that, over the years, I've cried. I broke my hand crying about this team. You know, when I owned 16, I cried. I broke down. I got laughed at for being a Browns fan. I wear Browns jerseys all the time. I get laughed at. You know, it's it's hard. It's a hard thing to cope with, you know, being a Cleveland fan. You know, the Indians, you know, blowing the World Series, you know, one, two, three times. <sighs> Game sevens. <laughs> you know, I'm not a Cavs fan, but I, I love the Cavs because, you know, they're Cleveland, of course, but I'm a Knicks fan. Huh? Don't even get me started. I know Zion's not coming. Or get Kevin Durant. <laughs> um, And my Browns. I'm... Die hard Browns fans to the day I die, you know I'm I'm the one guy that'll still be rocking my Johnny Manziel jersey. I want a Tim Couch jersey for God's sake. Still, I'm all about the history. I don't care how bad we've been. You know when we're bad, I like to focus on single players and be like, yeah, I can't wait to see how this guy performs next week. You know because I know we're gonna lose, but it's like I want to see this guy like Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis, my all time one of my all time favorite Browns players, Braylon Edwards. You know, had a couple good years. Um, Brady Quinn never never did anything, but one of my favorite players. You know, Colt McCoy. Um, Bernie Kosar is probably my favorite, and I didn't even get to see him play, sadly. I'm a Browns fan through everything. You know, I know a lot of you guys are fans of your team. But be, don't don't knock the Browns fans for being happy for once, please. I mean, just let us enjoy. You know, we could fail. But we'd still be happy because we have, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., you know, a top three player in the NFL. You know, we may say stupid stuff sometimes, but it's just out of excitement. You know, you get excited for your team when they get somebody, but we are a different breed. We get excited because we haven't had that in a long, long time. And it hurts me to no end to realize that we haven't had, you know, what other teams have, 
you know, a Super Bowl or a spot in the playoffs. You know, it's been two, since 2002 when I was born that we've been in the playoffs. We went 10-6 one year with Derek Anderson, but that's it, you know. And the brightest spot in the last couple, last decade for me, being a Browns fan, was Payne Hillis destroying the Patriots. That's it. Besides that, there ain't much, there ain't much to be happy about. But now, just let just let us enjoy it. I'm telling you, just let us enjoy it. You know, it could utterly fail, and we'll go back to being the same Browns. The love will always be there. But I'm a Browns fan through everything. No matter what, no matter if they're not on TV or not, no matter if we're bad, 0-16, I'll, I'll sit through another season. I could sit through it for the next 40 years and not leaving my team, and I never will. It's just... Just... You don't have to be happy for us. You don't have to cheer. You could be pissed off. You know... You may say, oh, my team sucks now. We felt that, dude. We still feel that. We're we're still not that great. We're still not a great team. We're just building players, which you love to see. You know, just be happy what your team's done. Your team probably has a Super Bowl. Mine doesn't. And your team doesn't have a Super Bowl. It's probably got more playoff appearances than my team. Just, I mean, we've been a laughing stock for 20 years, dude. My whole life we've been a laughing stock. Just, just let us enjoy it. I'm I'm Isaiah and this has been my first episode of the podcast. You know, I got emotional towards the end being a Browns fan, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Sorry I'm if I talked fast, you know, too quiet. Just you know, if you see this, just rate me on how I did, you know. It's it's gonna it's a long journey, it's a long road, it's a lot of topics, it's a lot of studying, it's a lot of planning to do. You know, I'm not gonna front I'm going to put a lot of time into this over the summer, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.